Time for Craig. All right. I've saved this. I haven't mentioned it to you. Oh, no. Because you're going to get a 100% live reaction. Oh, oh, no. It happened. Rage. It happened. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, Sarah said something stupid? Racist. Yes. Uh, Okay. How racist? Um, On a a, a scale from Aunt Jemima uh, brand to uh, Walmart uh, Juneteenth uh, ice cream. Oh, God. I don't. No. All right, you let me you you think about that about exactly what your scale means, and when I tell you the the short story, you can tell me where you think it falls on your scale. So, we're sitting at lunch today. We're we're eating our food and talking about a few clients, and I'm sitting there with my work laptop doing a few notes because it's a busy day, and you know I don't have time to like just sit and chit chat about random stuff. So working, eating. Sarah comes in late today. She, her daughter's no. <laughs> middle school or whatever graduation or whatever was today. So she didn't get there until lunchtime. So I'm sitting there with Denise and we're talking about some, some clients and eating food. And she's wearing this very, Denise, she's wearing this very cute but modest like oh, white no. <laughs> white sundress thing. I don't I don't know. I don't think about fashion. It you know, it had like spaghetti straps and like a little skirt and she was wearing like some tights or something. Yeah, I prefer Linguini. <laughs> but she was like, Yeah, I get to break up my summer clothes. It's been warm and you know, I don't have to wear like scrubs here. I can dress cute because the last place she worked at apparently she just had to wear scrubs all the time. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Sarah comes in. And she's telling, you know, talking about some stuff and she stops and she looks at at Denise and she goes, oh, wow, that's so cute. It makes you look like a little Oreo. And it's like there's a record scratch moment for like me and one of the nurses. That's not as racist as I thought Sarah would go, but. But she just like said it and smiled and didn't like process at all like didn't think about at all what she said and Denise stopped and she set her her uh, um, you know her stuff down she was eating like a salad or something she set it down she looks at her she sighs her, uh, with the fork right <laughs> yeah she sighs and she says and why would I look like an Oreo and without <laughs> missing a beat without skipping a beat there goes, well, you know, because you're black and you're wearing a white shirt. So it's black, white, black. Wow. And and Denise just sighs. She says, well, that's not the worst thing I've ever heard. And goes back to eating. And we all stare at Sarah like, what is wrong with you? Before she turns around and she leaves. Or, I mean, she doesn't leave. She goes to her office and sits down and like starts working. And I hear her later talking to... um. The other nurse, my office is, you know, my Anita that's there. Um, and and I hear um, hear Anita say, no, Sarah, you just, you can't say things like that. I well, mean, why really, not? She's like, really, you never should, but especially not now. And Sarah goes, well, I don't understand why. If she's going to be offended about it, I thought she was cool. I thought she was a good one and it wouldn't bother her. 
A good one? Yes. Wow. And I, I just kept on walking. That that conversation was still going when I came back, but it, they were, like, talking in more hushed tones. I didn't know what they were saying, so I wasn't going to eavesdrop, though. I had stuff to do. And I had literally, this morning, had a conversation with Denise about um, some of some of her history and like we were talking about career stuff and she talked about challenges she's faced being black um and uh you know how she had been passed over for colleagues before and you know just struggles she's had and i related on the stuff that i could but i said you know like uh, acknowledging like i'm i'm a white dude like absolutely i can appreciate what you're saying but that's not an experience i've ever had um so if I ever say or do something accidentally or unintentionally, like, please let me know. Like, I don't want to make you feel. Hey, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to make you feel like, you know, you're facing any kind of resistance here. Um, you know, just the, I, I've not had a lot of black colleagues because of where we live and the, the way that the field itself is. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, that's really sweet. Like, you're great. You've never given off any of those vibes. Like, you're super cool. You've not asked me about my hair. Because she, you know, I guess she's gotten used to people being like, oh, can I touch your hair? That looks so whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what people say to black people about their hair because <laughs> I mind my own fucking business and keep my hands to myself. So that morning we were having that conversation and at lunch it's like, oh, let's do a racism. How about a, a casual racism, guys? I talked to her about it afterwards, and she said, it's it's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but I'm used to it. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, I have a feeling it's a, barely a blip on the radar. Yes. Some of the things that she's heard in the South. Oh, yes. She's, she rattled off a number of worse things. Be, you know, being called like a monkey and... Um, you know, people making slave jokes at her. Wow. And yeah. So she's like, you know, on the scale of things, it wasn't, it's fine, but also it still sucks. Like, you know, this is the longest stretch I've ever been somewhere that no one's been made a racist comment. I was like, not even any of the patients, because especially some of the group home patients who just have no filter and no social skills. And she's like, no, it's been really nice. No one seems to care that I'm black. And I'm like, ah, all right. But yeah, it happened today. We'll see if it happens again. I wonder if uh, Sarah got a talking to. I don't know. My boss is very passive aggressive mm-hmm. and not very directly confrontational. So I suspect that if anything happens, we're going to have a staff meeting in the next few days mm-hmm. that's going to be like, Certain comments have been made. It's like, we all know it was Sarah. Just go talk to her. Yeah, but we gotta make sure nobody else does it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the thing... And the thing is that... I could be wrong on this one. But based on everything that Eve told me about Sarah... Is that... She's too dumb to realize that they're talking about her... While she's sitting in the staff meeting. Assuming oh. that happens, you know? I don't know. Maybe. Certain comments have been made about one of our... And she's just looking around like, 
Uh, who said what? <laughs> yeah. She takes things that are not directed at her as if they are directed at her during some of those passive aggressive staff meetings. So mm-hmm. maybe she would completely miss if something was directed at her. Usually things get directed at at uh Tim, the gay guy in the office. Because he's they're they're all, except for Anita, really sexist. And so, you know, you hear the the comp I mean and, and it uh, sexist against men and women. They will make stereotypical comments to uh, towards and about men and women. But because I I don't know I don't know why. They don't make those comments at me. They might make them behind my back, but they don't make them with me in the room. But they will make them at Tim in the room. And I don't I don't know if it's because Tim is like in a hierarchical sense, like the low man on the totem pole, like he has no sort of operational authority. Whereas the only person who is my actual boss there is the boss. Like I'm like the equivalent of like an assistant manager or something, you know, like in the hierarchy. So I don't know if there's that or if it's, they just see me differently somehow because I'm a therapist or because I also work alongside my wife. So I don't know if there's like they're being, you know, quiet to spare her or something, but that doesn't make any sense because they are blatantly sexist about women in front of all of them, you know, in front of each other. I'm afraid to even ask on that one. I mean, it's your stereotypical duff. Women can't drive and women are emotional too emotional and men are messy and forgetful and dirty and you know women shouldn't have to lift anything that weighs more than a you know a feather like very very stereotypical stuff i've never heard them make any directly like well not directly but like any really 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 negative comments but just like age-old gender roles kind of stuff as made as, like, snide. uh, Basically 70s to 80s sitcom-level stuff. Yeah. So, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad, especially compared to a lot of the homophobia and transphobia that comes out of especially Sarah, but also my boss. Because, (laughs) right? Yes. Yes, indeed. And I think I've said this before, like, it's so weird. Like, she is, medically speaking, very good at her job. But she works in the mental health field and has no empathy and portrays all of the worst stereotypes or tropes about, like, a conservative Christian person. Like, anti-gay, anti-trans, weird about mixed-race couples, racist. Maybe she and she just uses up uh, all her brain power on uh, yeah her nursing stuff. Maybe, but I mean, you know, if there's ever anybody in the office that I have a medical question for, or I, I'm trying to help like sort out somebody's medication related issues, mm-hmm. or you know, some kind of physical ailment, you know, getting like a little bit of advice for something on like a physical ailment for a client, I go talk to Sarah because she knows what she's talking about. There, it's so strange. I just try not to talk to her about anything else. 
idiot savant? Uh, maybe. People can be good at their jobs and still be bad people. Anyways, now that I'm sad about that, <laughs> you wanna... You got Audacity up? Uh... Yes. Okay. Oh, what did... Oh, okay. I had a message from Craig. Like, in it, for some reason, it sent me a double message that says he's recording. <laughs> I was like, oh no, did he break? It's gonna be one of those nights, but no, he's fine. Alright, ready to record in three, two, one, record, and for the sync, three, two, one, sync. Sync. I think my audio's down a little bit, so let me boost that a bit. Okay. Okay, that looks a bit better. Okay. Uh, show notes, I changed the date, topics are added. Ready? Game face? Uh, game face. Brains. <laughs> Brains. We, uh, we live in a part of the country where most people don't have them. I'm very sorry. You'll be hungry yeah. tonight. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, at least I'll finally lose some weight, right? I suppose. Silver lining, I guess. Yeah, I'm not oh, even sure right. if I w- really want to go look at the news. I'm not going to. It's been bad enough. I, there is cookie dough downstairs. Uh-oh. I'm going to go what, what eat type? some cookie dough. Um, oh. Just sugar cookie dough. Mm. Well, I might have a, a nice spoonful of uh, French vanilla bean ice cream. Sounds delicious. Uh, and it is. And completely confused Amber, uh, 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 Adidas' sister... Because she's like, well, I like vanilla bean ice cream. I don't like uh, French flavored. Yeah. It just, how, right? Yep. I know I could be an enthusiastic home cook, but, right? Some things seem pretty basic. And just, uh, you know, do a little bit of research if you're not Mm -hmm. sure about something. Uh, no, she'll just uh, jump in and uh, say something anyway. True. But, yep, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to eat much more sugar cookie dough than I should. I mean, really, any amount is too much for me at 10 after 12. But I feel like I need some cookie dough. And then I'm going to go to sleep. Oh, well, uh, something I did make, uh, I, I don't think I told you about. Did I tell you about the meringue cookies? Yes, you did. You told me okay. about them Sunday. Yeah, uh, the brain cookies are gone. <laughs> yeah, well, they did not last very long. But I'm not surprised, given the way you talked about them and how delicious they sounded. Well, well I wasn't the only one that ate them, though. Uh, Adita uh, definitely snuck a f- quite a few. And did send some off to her mom, So, uh, which was a hit over there. So next time I make them, I'm probably going to try with artificial sweetener. Yeah, because they're diabetic, and you know, got gotta watch their sugar. So, right. Yep. So always, yeah, you know, uh, fun experiments, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of experiments, I get to make pizza dough tomorrow, setting up for the weekend. Yep. Did make pizza dough this week because Saturday. I mean, you you know this, but for for the Ooh. sake of content, my, I had a horrible back pain day, and I was gonna prep the pizza dough then. But I could, I could barely get out of bed. So, yeah. Well, uh, did you get the book? Uh, yes, I got the book. Okay. I haven't looked at it yet, but 
like yeah yeah there's a couple uh, pizza dough recipes that are a lot shorter time frame uh the one that I've tested so far it specifically uses a uh, stand mixer uh yeah. and bread dough or bread uh flour uh and has a long fermentation time and, ha- and it's just utterly delicious and it's also a lot more hands off so yeah uh, less things to do on pizza day, which is already a mess. A delicious mess, but a mess. Yeah. As long as it's delicious, though, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very tempted to make another white pizza. And, and no, that's not a pizza that's just slathered in mayonnaise. That sounds terrible. Uh, It's a sauceless pizza. Instead of uh, tomato sauce, you just put cheese on it. That doesn't sound so bad, but the slathered in mayonnaise part is what I'm saying. Well, well, terrible. A running joke with Adina and uh, myself is, you know, uh, that sounds very white. You know, uh, uh, talking uh, about people that has, like, no taste or going with, uh, uh, you know, uh, mayonnaise is like the uh, pinnacle of uh, culinary achievement. Yeah. I don't I don't like mayonnaise very much. At least to eat it as a, a condiment. I know mayonnaise when cooked in lots of things is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, I will just... say homemade mayonnaise is a lot better than store bought. I've never made mayonnaise. Uh immersion blender it's actually really easy. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta get the ratios right. And it's also one of those things that uh well, most of blenders come with a uh, container that's you know just a, a little bit bigger than the uh, head of the immersion blender. Crack an egg into it, pour some oil, a little bit of mustard, pinch of salt, uh, and a squeeze of lemon. Uh, and have the egg on the bottom of the oil. Put the immersion yeah. blender down, start it up, and you just pull it up, and you have mayonnaise. It, it, it's wild. <laughs> It's one of those things that I remember seeing on like infomercials at like two a.m. when I was a, uh, yeah, uh, a kid. Uh, when they were selling, uh, essentially the precursor to what immersion blenders are these days. Yeah. Uh, and it looking you know fake as hell, right? But no, it yeah. actually works, or it works with the modern ones, I should say. Actually, have enough power. Uh, speaking of power, I think I'm starting to run out of it, though, so bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. I, too, have ran out of power. Running down. Good night, Craig. Oh, no, I accidentally copied the date, too. That, that won't do. Hi, Craig. What's shaking, Megan? Poor Craig had a nice week off. Now yep. we ruined it. Yep. Sorry about that, bud. Let you get back to your interesting life. After a couple hours, you know. You know how it is. Yeah, all the robotic hookers. Yep. Blackjack and hookers. Yeah, just don't get at your computer virus. Don't want the D-drive to fall off. (laughs) That was was good. I like that. Which means it was terrible. Oh, what did that come up with? Oh, oh, I remember. So, I'm getting a mini fridge for up here. Um... (laughs) My my birthday's coming up. I was just going to buy one, but my mom was like, no, I'll, you know, if you want a mini fridge, that can be your birthday present. I'm like, sweet, that's fine. Mm-hmm. She's like, just send me a link 
to whatever one you want. So I found a mint green mini fridge on Amazon. Oh, no. All right. I mean, I say it's like a retro style, like 50s fridge. Um, hang on. Let me get you a link. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> uh, Is this going to make me want one? But I don't. To be fair, to be fair I already kind of want to get a mini fridge once we get the forbidden zone. Uh, yeah. More situated. We have a couple tarps that we're basically just going to move stuff downstairs, sort out the uh, uh, boxes as we go. Yeah, but and no. So there's you a link, and it comes in different colors. Um, there's a pink one, but green is my favorite color, and so I picked the green one. And um, it came up at work today. We were sitting around at lunch talking about this, and uh, Katie was like, "Why?" Why did you pick a mint green mini fridge? I was like, uh, hello. Why wouldn't I pick a retro style mint green mini fridge? And my, um, one of my coworkers, one of the good coworkers was like, hang on a second. Is it this one? And she pulls out her phone and she like holds it up and shows me. And it's the exact same one. And I was like, yes. And she was like, oh my God, I just ordered this too. I thought it was so cute. I was like, I know. Is that have like a little freezer section on it too? Yeah. It's like a tiny freezer section on the top. Enough for like one ice cube tray. Yeah, one ice cube tray or like a small thing of ice cream. Yeah, see, I, I've been wanting to get a mini fridge at some point for my random fermentation and pickling uh, projects. Yeah. And just, you know, get about the uh, the main fridge. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, I don't need my, to keep my sourdough starter in the in the main fridge if I could help it, right? Yeah. I suppose not. But yeah, I want to be able to keep some drinks and probably my, my insulin up here out of the way, you know? And Yeah, so nobody drinks it or something. Right, somebody drinks my insulin. No, it just takes up space in the fridge, in the like the communal fridge. Mm-hmm. So put my put my insulin in here, keep some drinks up here, some snacks, like... Carrots and ranch dressing is one of my like, go-to like nighttime snacks. Because um, it's, relatively speaking, as long as you don't overdo it, it's pretty low-carb. Um, it's very filling. And I just, I mean, mm-hmm. I love carrots and, and ranch. So it's a win-win for me. But yeah, got got sidetracked on that. <laughs> um, well, do we, are... uh, well, I did order a coffee maker today. Nice. I got a cheap French press. Excellent. Love a love a good cheap French press. So you don't you don't need anything expensive or fancy unless you just really like the look of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, just trying to get a yeah. Well, uh, I really do like my mocha pot, but the problem is that one, my mocha pot's a little small for my uh, mug. I, I I bought the mocha pot and then, uh. Kind of broke my coffee mug. <laughs> well, that sucks. So when I got another coffee mug, I got a slightly bigger one. And the plan was originally, you know, just you know, either top it off or, you know, have a latte, which would be, you know, about a 50-50 mix. Well, now whenever I do that, you know, it's like I'm drinking two-thirds of a mug and, you know, there's that, you know, little psychological thing of this isn't a mug of coffee. This is most of a mug of coffee and it doesn't work that way. Right. I get that. I 100% get that. (laughs) I do the same thing. 
My my mocha pot makes uh like six or seven ounces of coffee. Mm-hmm. And then with like, you know, quote unquote, a normal size mug, like that's enough. But my coffee mug is, is even my small coffee mug is like, I think 15 ounces. Um, well, I, whenever I broke my Kerbal, uh, uh, space program mug, uh, I got a insulated metal coffee mug, actually a pair of them. And I just go back and forth between the two. If one's dirty, I'll grab the other one. Or is in the dish rack. And they're 20 ounces. So I went from a 16-ounce mug to a 20-ounce mug. And the mug pot makes uh, 7 to 8 ounces of coffee. Yeah. So, right? So my ratios are off. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. I love a latte. I don't always want a latte. Sometimes I want just a splash of of creamer or milk or something. Sometimes I want, you know, full latte style. But, you know, I don't always want to make a latte, so. It doesn't always work to go half and half. Well, if I'm not uh, drinking a latte, I'll probably just go full on Americano. Right? Just top off with some uh, hot water. Because the mocha pot actually makes a pretty strong coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, depending on you know, how you grind and everything else. Uh, but I wanted something that I could you know, have a good cup of coffee or you know, two cups of coffee out of. So I got a 32 ounce uh, French press. So you know, about a cup and a half to two cups, depending on, you know, well, I drink with uh, creamer. So, right. Yeah. I've got some. Uh, that somebody gave me some Splenda sweet cream. It's interesting. It's it, normally I don't say that artificial artificial sweetener has like a, a flavor to it. Like I'm so used to it. Even if it does, I probably don't notice it. But something about this taste, uh, which sounds weird. Uh, now that I say it out loud, but I have a. It just say and. And I I know that it has like a creamy taste, but to me, well, for me, it's right. Yeah. Or, or at least, yeah, you know, it's highly unpleasant. That cuts out a lot of liquid. Yeah. Cold brewer that I have. Yeah. Uh, the, I actually got another two pitchers for that. Uh, they sell just the blank pitcher, but not with the cold brew filter in, uh, attachment. Mm hmm. Uh, I use that as my container, pour in a uh, can of sweetened condensed milk, two cans, uh, or, you know, my ratios, two cans of, uh, two, yeah, refill it with whole milk, uh, two cans worth of milk to one can of sweetened condensed milk. Then usually it's a little bit of uh, vanilla extract and a little bit of almond extract. At about a two to one ratio, so like two ta- or two teaspoons of vanilla extract and one teaspoon of almond extract. Uh, beat the ever living hell out of it, because I know how you love that uh, phrase. Absolutely. I uh, get the gotta, immersion gotta blender. Got to beat out. the devil out of it. Uh, okay, Bob Ross. <laughs> get the immersion blender out. Blend it together. 
so that yeah, you know, uh, it holds a somewhat decent emulsion. Uh, it will eventually you know, settle out, but yeah, you know, just stir it up every so often. Yeah, you know, uh, after I uh, use it, I stir it to you know try to you know incorporate and in, uh, a little bit more of the sweet condensed milk, and that's what I use for a creamer. But sometimes I'll uh, change it up. I'll do like a uh, if I'm feeling really fancy, I'll do a, a, a orange dreamsicle, which it's uh, replaced the almond extract with orange extract. Uh, I have chocolate extract uh, for a little bit more. Uh, it, it, it enhances the coffee flavor. So if I have a, like a really nice cup of coffee, I'll do a chocolate uh, creamer. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, sometimes I'll just go full on almond and just leave out the vanilla. But yeah, you know, it gives me a lot of options to play around with. Yeah. Going back to the original thing, kind of where this started, like I, I don't like coconut. I do like coconut uh, oil, though. Yeah, I, I don't go for coconut oil just because coconut flavor is so repugnant to me that I'm very hesitant to try anything that has coconut in it unless it's you know, free. Uh, last week, I had a uh, digital coupon at Kroger for a vegan uh, uh, well, set of dips that's called Bitchin' Dips. And no, I'm not joking. <laughs> that's what it's called. I want some Bitchin' Dip. Uh, and uh, I knew that they uh, would likely have some sort of, you know, uh, coconut product in them because yeah, that's usually what they used to emulsify with. Uh, this has like a a, a coconut a derivative of sap uh, of the coconut sap. Uh, from my research on it, sounds essentially like uh, their version of like coconut versions of uh, maple syrup. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a slight sweetener, and since it's so slight, but also, you know, it's not the coconut flesh, so, you know, right? That it d- doesn't trigger that soap, you know, uh, flavor for me. But, you know, I'm very careful when it comes to coconut stuff. <laughs> you know, just like a background note of it, it's uh, sometimes enough to just, if not put me off from something, it's like, okay, something's weird here. And it seems like it's only grown with Tom as well. Yeah. Um, all right. You ready to get the show on the road? Yeah, I think so. I'm just calling up Audacity now. And also okay. getting some background music going. All right. Just let me know when you're ready. All right. I'm all set. All right. Ready to record in three, two, one, record. And for the sync, three, two, one, sync. Sync. I think I might jump the gun a little bit, but oh well. It's all right. But anyway, the uh, the moral of the story is coconut fucking sucks. <laughs> Indeed, except like I said, I I like coconut oil, which seems weird to me because I cannot stand coconut in any other capacity. But coconut oil is fine. See, whenever I'm uh, doing something that needs like high heat or something, I actually go avocado oil. Instead of coconut had... oil. Yeah, I don't think uh, I've I, ever had avocado oil. It doesn't taste like avocado. Which uh, pretty much is the only reason why I'm able to cook with it, because Anita... Uh, uh, she loves coconut and hates avocado. I'm indifferent on avocado. 
and hate coconut, so, right? Mm-hmm. But it has a really high smoke point. And it's handy for uh, some situations, you know, like uh, searing meat and that sort of thing. Uh, but it's, right. uh, it has like a, a, it's not quite a neutral flavor, it's a little peppery. Yeah. Love me some pepper. Pepper, pepper, pepper. Uh, it turns out you do suck at cooking. <laughs> oh, it's been a long time since I've seen any you suck at cooking videos. I, oh, I assume every time he's they come making new videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, every time they come up, Anita immediately goes for him. You suck at cooking. Yeah, you totally suck. Yeah, the latest are not the. Uh, <laughs> it's our latest one. Not uh, spaghetti carbonara. <laughs> uh, from a month ago. Uh, just, uh, I can't imagine the amount of editing and uh, uh, such that goes into that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, he did three weeks ago uh, uh, carrot cake. But yeah, just the amount of gags and one-offs and, you know, quick jokes that uh, goes by. I imagine they take forever to record properly. Oh yeah, I would say so too. Uh, All right, there's uh, was it too long ago? He did a uh, a uh, uh, Alfredo recipe that uh, uh, fettuccine Alfredo. There it is. Uh, actually, a year ago now. Well, time for laws. Uh. That is the traditional fettuccine Alfredo, and he calls out you know all the hacks that uh, American Italian uh, versions t- uh, do, you know, like adding cream. Yeah, and it's just hilarious after watching uh, a couple of Italian uh, chefs uh, go off on it, seeing that pop up and go uh, full traditional. On a comedy uh, cooking show, right? Well, you know, sometimes you got to show the kids what's up. Mm-hmm. 